welcome to AU Radio. We're doing a special AU Radio today because Donnie is still battling for custody with the Tooth Fairy. So uh, we're just going to sit and kind of chat today, talk about what we're watching, what we're playing, what we're reading. I'm joined by George. Hi, George. Well, hello there. Sam is running the board. Yeah. <laughs> and Beth is joining us this week as well. Hi, Beth. Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Um, what our listeners at home don't know is we had gotten a little bit of recording done and then things kind of went belly up as as they are wont to do. My hard drive was full. <laughs> so um, we just had a really good conversation about Avatar The Last Airbender, about how awesome that was and how many of us have watched it. How we're not going to watch the live action movie that came out if we haven't already seen it because it's not worth it. <laughs> and George, you were mentioning that Netflix is making a uh, live action uh, episodic remake of the series. That is, I, I am looking into that right now and everything that I have seen so far, uh, like there's a trailer on YouTube that looks amazing if it is in fact legitimate. Um, it, it seems too high quality for it to be something that was like fan made or fake. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so it's weird to not be able to find information about it online because it seems like that's like one of the craziest new like announcements that fans would be super happy with because of the creators actually being involved. But yeah, it so looks tentatively, <laughs> but maybe not. Right, right. I, I I know they are attached, but I, I don't think it could be anything other than real at this point if you're listening at home and you care about avatar go to youtube and look up the live action trailer not for the movie or something new all right and then we were talking about final fantasy 7 and we mentioned blitzball and you and then i cut you off <laughs> so yeah i've been given a hard time because i actually really like the kind of cheesy sports game they have in final fantasy 10 called Blitzball. I got like really, really good at it and spent way too much time playing that game. I played it a lot, but I never got the uh, jack shot at the beginning. So I, oh, I guess yeah. it was like a lot harder if you didn't have that. Yeah, that, that move makes puts it on easy mode, basically. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, but the yeah. rest of the game was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have been recently going through and playing through the original Final Fantasy VII because I just got done with the remake and I was already having, like, separation anxiety. Hmm. I have never played the Final Fantasy series. They're not for everyone, but if you like them, they're, they're I mean, there's it's a deep well that you can play in for a very long time. Yeah. Hey, no. I'm weird though. It takes me. I'm usually like ten years behind getting into things. So there you go. Well, that's not what wrong with that. Been... Beth, what have you been up to? I uh, so a lot of sound and waiting because that's so much fun. But uh, I actually have been drug into uh, watching The Great on Hulu, and it's actually pretty good. It's pretty funny. It's not going to be your most amazing like uh gray matter intriguing it's basically about peter the great son and the story of an up-and-coming catherine the great it's it's definitely souped up more modern as far as the language and is, this uh, I, 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 is it like a comedy 
It's kind of a comedy. It, it loses some of the comedy after like the first four or five episodes because the story starts to actually build uh, decently, but it's pretty funny. It's highly entertaining. It is definitely probably not one for the kiddos to watch because it's, it's pretty explicit at times and pretty gory at times. But uh, I have absolutely loved watching it so far. It looked interesting. I hadn't started it yet, though. But I probably will now. You should, you should totally do it. I'm a, I'm a sucker for like historical dramas like that. And it's definitely not like 100%. I would not use this to replace a historical but uh, <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean. Like a it's got some really, really fun. It's got historical fiction. Is it, is it like Knight's like, Tale? Uh, kind of, but a little, a little bit smarter comedy in it. Okay. Have you ever seen The Tudors? I have. It's funnier than The Tudors was really serious, though. It's super serious. It was super like all the history story of it instead of it has a little bit broader. I think you'll like it. You should totally like sit down and watch like two or three episodes before you make up your mind. That's on Hulu, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Oh, I just got to find my Hulu password. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> HBO Max just came out, right? I think so, yeah. I get it free with my AT&T. Uh, Bill uh -huh. or whatever. But when I hopped on yesterday to look at what was going on, it just looked like a crappier Hulu. Like oh. all the shows that I would wouldn't even think about watching are also on Hulu. And the stuff that like I think they have friends on there. It's like they they tried to get all the things that people would like to watch, but not very much of anything else. It just okay. seems like it's just and, totally not worth it. Well, and, oh, you said it's relatively new, right? I think it just came out last week. Launched last week. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe that's... Go ahead, sorry. Maybe it's just a needs time to build up kind of thing. Maybe. It's not bad, though. You can get a seven-day free trial. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, hey, anybody here? I know I know Donnie would know the answer to the question. Donnie, I miss you. I wish you were here, bud. Um, I may or may not have stumbled upon a login to the DC service from a friend. Thank you, friend, who is probably listening. I'm not going to out you, but uh, <laughs> uh, I can't find where uh, where I can actually watch it. Uh, do you, anybody know how you can watch those shows? There's a bunch of stuff on there that I have been trying to watch, but just can't quite figure it out. I think that it's like I think you have to do it on the computer. Oh no, I'm 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 done for. Or your, or your phone. I I think those are the two. I don't think that it has the option to like stream it on any kind of consoles. Okay. All right. Well, I'll have to just stop being an old man and figure out how to stream to my TV from my phone or something like that. What phone do you have? I, I... The what now? Sorry. What, what phone Tim? do you have? Uh, Galaxy, uh, I think, seven or eight. So if you get like a Chromecast or a Roku or something, oh, maybe not because those are all app based. But I think with a Chromecast, you might be able to stream. You can do it. Yeah. So we have. You can connect your Roku via Bluetooth. You can do the Chromecast too. It's pretty easy. Yeah. You just hit. There's like a button at the top menu to a uh, Smart View and. You should be able to mm -hmm. just put it on your Chromecast. 
And that concludes that George is an old man in a young body. It doesn't know how to use technology segment. <laughs> you make me feel better every day, George. <laughs> I'm just going to have to have a, like, let's set up George's technology day where we all go over and just try and help him. I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm coming to time to upgrade and I want a custom build because my, my uh, desktop's been a off the shelf for a couple of years and I'm, I'm not hugely in love with that. I like to tweak things a little. I'm like, oh, I could give him my tower and we've got plenty of monitors laying around. We could get him a computer at home even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have enough parts in here. I could probably build two. There you go. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm all for charity to a good cause and I feel like this one <laughs> Modernize <laughs> George. <laughs> If that happens, we'll have to like donate like a hundred bucks to some other charity or something to pay it forward. <laughs> just and I'm give just me a hundred dollars. Just over here with my two laptops, but both of them are extremely old and slow. I just refuse to upgrade them. Well, SSDs, yo, they're getting cheaper, and you just they completely will revitalize your laptop because their hard drives are go are so slow. That's really the main reason why most of them suck so much. Yeah. My my big chunky old laptop, like I only turn it on when I need to get something off of it because it just takes five years for it to boot up. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Here's the question. I want you guys to stop and think about what the oldest piece of tech you have as far as computers, laptops, cell phones, like music devices. It's the oldest piece of tech that you have. Hmm. Hmm. That um, is I, that, like that I currently have in my possession, whether it works or not. I, huh. Uh, I, I have a Nintendo 64. Actually, I think I have two Nintendo 64s in my house somewhere in boxes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. Be fun. Does, does it need to work? No, it can be either or, either or. Okay, because I have uh, one of the old, like, OG iPods. Like, like the ones that, like, only sometimes will show you the, the what's playing, like, the actual title and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I have my, like, Nokia flip phone. <laughs> wow. But that does not work anymore. That is dead. I've lost the charger. Oh. I mean, I'm sure if I plugged it in, I, it would work, but I lost the charger, so it does not work. Do you remember those old gray? It li literally looks just like a f like a old house phone, but it was like one of the okay. it was one of the first cellular phones. Mm -hmm. It was like this big gray brick. Like the they see that you see like people using like 80s movies yeah. in their car and stuff. We have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I, you know. What? I remember packing it up when we uh, moved over here. I do have in in storage somewhere. Um, we have this old handheld. It's not a video game, but it's a handheld electronic game, and it's just this red brick. That's what reminded me of it, with like these like six dots like six squares in it that you have to press i don't even know how to play the game really because it has no instructions 
but you have to press them in a certain order. And if you do, then you like advance to the next level. Weird, like a weird video or electronic logic game. No instructions. Yeah. And that (laughs) thing like is older than I am for sure. Uh, Because, you know, it belonged to my parents. Ah. I have that somewhere. I was feeling pretty good. I had a, a, an old uh, knockoff first-gen Zune. Oh, I wow. You guys I used to have one. Uh, I don't know if you guys are young enough or old enough to actually know what that is, but uh, I was so proud of that thing. I was so excited about that thing. I probably have a half a dozen, like, first-generation MP3 players, China-style, like, no-name brand. They came with, like, little mini CD-ROMs to load up the drivers so you can load music onto them yeah wow i think uh, amazing i'm pretty sure travis rocks a zoom at work sometimes i think he does i think we've had this conversation travis and i <laughs> yep uh good stuff no i think you know what back in my mind i called nintendo 64 i may have a super nintendo somewhere in the house too so that goes back even a little a decent chunk farther Wow. Fair. Old I think, time, I mean, man. I in my radio, my record players, which I know one of them is from the mid 80s. Uh, <laughs> I think it's about all I got. I do have a record player that I inherited from my dad. And that thing is super old, but I, I don't know. I don't know why. I know that record players are technology, but for some reason, I think of them like really analog and not tech like hmm. I know that that's not the case that's just classified in my brain when you're like what's the piece of tech that you own I'm like well it's not the record player hmm. well and I don't typically te- uh, like cast record players that way because it's I don't know, it's more of a nostalgia thing, it's more of a collector thing. It's not like you were gonna pack your record player up in most cases and take it with you. It's a stay at home kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Well oh. I've actually uh, okay. been playing uh or actually I haven't been playing as many video games as I normally do because I feel like I'm gonna go insane if I just stay in house, you know, most mm-hmm. of the time. I've been riding my bike everywhere now. Like everywhere. And I remember what it was like to be back in shape. It, <laughs> it, it, it helps you not feel so old, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everything starts working better. I bet sleeping wouldn't better. hurt as much. What? What do you mean? That I bet sleeping wouldn't hurt as much. Yeah. Right now I can't really sleep because of my back, which is the worst part. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. playing the the uh, Dark Souls game, right? Or the Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, such a game. It's a uh, probably one of the coolest games ever made. The theme, like the Gothic kind of Lovecraftian, kind of Victorian kind of thing that it's got going, is just one of the coolest like worlds that I've played in in video games. I just like how it's like just that dark Gothic kind of horror vibe to it. And then the Cthulhu Lovecraftian element sort of sneaks in and it, it you really start yeah. to realize that that's the whole plot without spoiling right. anything. 
and it's just <laughs> it's just like the one of the coolest adaptations of Lovecraftian horror I've ever seen. I agree. It's and I would go so far to say it's kind of impossible to spoil that story for anybody. It's just so dense that you can't just sum it up in like one spoiler sentence. And then the way they tell the story in the game is really kind of unique because you can as just a layman gamer or a casual if you will just play through the game <laughs> and not really pay attention to what's going on around you just kill the monsters you know talk to the people beat the game and you know that's it and it's it's really great and super fun but if you so wish to actually invest some time into finding out what's going on you, there is this super, super, super deep storyline to it that is Absolutely. practically endless. Yeah. Oh, man. So if you like all the Lovecraftian stuff, just wait. I mean, I'm sure you're probably going to play it through the end. You seem like the person that would be able to have the fortitude to bang your head against the wall that long. Well, I've um, I've beaten all the Dark Souls games, so this is yeah. almost just another walk in the park. So, like, not to not that this is a video game ad, but we're just talking about things that we love. Um, <laughs> yeah. The the DLC from Bloodborne is one of the most like worthwhile like pieces of like product that I have purchased on top of just the normal video game. That that DLC is nominally fun. Are you talking about the fishing room Hamlet? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's called like the Old Hunters. I think is that the one where you go to the fishing village, right, though? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's been a little while played it, but yeah. I mean, everything in that game is just like dripping with ridiculously like dark gothic themes. Well, that, it's all kind of together at the end. That DLC actually explains the whole reason why there's the curse. And like the whole yeah, the yeah. whole whole reason why the game is is happening is because of what happens in that DLC. But they don't tell you. You have to actually like think about it. Right. I, I need to go back and play that game again. You're making me want to do that. And the same thing is with Dark Souls, is that there's this super deep, rich lore that spans three games. And most people don't even know what the story is. Like, like if most people who play the game probably couldn't tell you what's going on. You know, it's funny. Once again, deep diving into the nerdy stuff here, but um, there's actually one uh, piece of information that happens at one point that ties Bloodborne to the Dark Souls universe. But directly, it's like in a multiverse that exists within, within some kind of crazy parallel reality. Dude, there's a theory that Dark Souls, the first game that they made, Demon Souls and Bloodborne are all connected. But that, that, it's people a, have spent researching that. It's really kind of crazy and you kind of have to overlook some details. But the details that are there are... Um, because in, in – God, now I'm just nerding out here. Uh, in Demon Souls, did you ever play that one? Uh, no, but I know of it. I haven't played it myself. One of the uh, – like I wouldn't call it the protagonist or the antagonist. It was just this like elder like Cthulhu-type uh, god. They call it the Mad God. And it's just this old great one that kind of consumes everything and – uh, then, it, then they talk about the connection between that and Bloodborne. And then in Dark Souls, there's that painting world you go into. And inside of it, there's a like a, a little girl and she needs uh, 
the the dark blood to paint. So you literally have to go kill this guy, take his blood and give it to this girl. And she makes a new painting and essentially a new world. And they say that's where Bloodborne came from. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, that was a deep dive. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really neat. Like, I know Bloodborne has like this deep, deep lore, but I never realized just how deep it is. Oh, it's 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 it goes and it's like i still listen to podcasts there's like this french canadian lady and this australian dude have a podcast and uh i think it's been like what six years since the game came out and they're still talking about characters and and some of the elder gods in the game so sam i know we've talked about it for sure on this podcast before but it, it was been quite a while since it got brought up um are you uh you're excited for Elden Ring, right? Dude, it's like the only game I can think about I'm excited about right now. <laughs> I agree. I couldn't wait to play that. And I because he worked like- with George R. R. Martin for lore, it just makes me even mm. like I it's the only game that I know that's going to be amazing. And I just probably don't know how amazing it will be. Now I'm yeah. super interested because I'm a ridiculous Martin fan. It <sighs> I couldn't tell you anything about the game. There's only literally one trailer that they've put out uh, mm-hmm. and everything else is rumors, but it's it really just like a few like images of like just thematic, like it's kind of like their world building trailer where it's like, hey, this is kind of the idea of what we're going for. But even the sure. trailer is epic, you know, right. oh, and uh, just having because their lore is already so good that yeah with the fact that george rr R. martin is going to be a part of it this is me fangirling right now it's it's adorable <laughs> it's going to be un- unprecedented it's going to be legendary i'm right there with you man i can help me on that one legendary <laughs> you're a legendary <laughs> so yeah wait for it to come out buy it or don't and be like me and I don't know. Be impatient. <laughs> no, it's gonna be, we don't know when that will be coming out, especially now, right? No idea, dude. I think dude. maybe this year, but they've been like super top secret about it. That it's yeah. just no one. Like if you Google it now, you'll just get hundreds and hundreds of videos of rumors. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the conspiracy theories on on the games. Yeah. Oh. Is anyone, anybody else here like a John Wick fan? You know, I need to finish watching those, but I, I, I'm a late comer to that uh, camp, but I absolutely love, love Keanu and those movies. I started watching the first one and then fell asleep and I haven't watched any of the other ones. Oh, no. I think I've only only seen the first one. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. Good. They're good. I like them a lot. Oh, I was completely crushed when I finally looked up. Uh, they're actually putting out a John Wick 4. It's been put out May 27th of 2022. Wow. Oof. It's a huge push out. Like, yep. way, way out. Uh, circling back to the Avatar thing, I, I was looking up online, and I actually found an article talking about it. The The official, unofficial, like, time that they were going to start recording the live action according to the article was sometime in 2020 so that means that it's probably not going to happen this year oh that's too bad 
Yeah, that was when it was slated to like start. They were going to start production on it then with everything. So it'll probably be a few years before we get our live action. There's going to be like a a black hole of entertainment here in the next year or two. Yeah, there's going to be like this thumbprint and then it's going to be like stuff everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of stuff everywhere, Mandalorian season two still not confirmed for October. However, there are rumors that Boba Fett is actually supposed to appear in the second season. I thought yeah, that was like that? official. Maybe oh, it's hey. official. I haven't seen official yet, but yeah. I've seen unofficial. I probably just saw somebody talking like it was going to be official. So um, I have a note to add to that one, uh, if I can dovetail that a little bit. Um, yeah. So there was, um, I think I mentioned it last week on the podcast, but if I didn't, I'm going to mention it again anyways, just in case. Um, there was a community table read where they did the uh, second to last episode that Donald Glover was ever on altogether at the table on a Zoom chat. Hmm. Did I mention that last week? No. Um, I don't think so. Okay. So all you fans out there, um, <laughs> instead of getting six seasons and a movie, we got six seasons and a Zoom chat. Uh, <laughs> uh. Um, but uh, the really fun thing about that was if you if you really want to burn like an hour and a half or so, um, they did um, not only did they do uh, like an after table read question session where like everybody just like answered questions and talked to each other and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it's darkest timeline podcast that Joel McHale and Ken Jeong, who played Jeff and Chang on Community, um, they actually had Pedro Pascal on their like YouTube podcast to just hang out and chat for like an hour and a half. And he is a delight. Like being the person, Pedro Pascal being the dude who played the Mandalorian. Um, it's, it was so cool. Like, and they're all just like, just, I don't know, like praising each other to like, to no end. And like Pedro Pascal and Joel McHale both know Matt Damon. And so like, they were joking at, you know, Kevin, Ken Jeong's extent that they were uh, not inviting him to go to a party with, Matt Damon and all this kind of cute stuff. It's great. Just Matt Damon. What? So, anyways, couldn't resist. But yeah, that, uh, that table read, I believe, is the first time that the entire cast of Community has gotten back together, at, like for years, because Donald Glover's just been busy being childish Gambino and making millions of dollars and all. Millions. Millions. So I hear the state's starting to open up. I haven't really looked into it. I just saw a Facebook um, post. Um, what? County by county? Washington, it's county by county. Each state is drastically different, guys. So what? when are we up? Are we last in line? Uh, for Tri-Cities? Yeah. Yeah. I can send you information about that offline. Um, it, it's not a guaranteed thing. Gotcha. It's going to be a, a slow thing. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we feel it. We feel it. it Sam, There's you were... a ten- tentative hopefulness. <laughs> sure. I mean, you were talking okay. about HBO Max. You were just trying it out. It looks like that uh, on the 1st of June, they're going to drop a ton more stuff on there, including the Hobbitses and 
the final Hobbiton. destination. Yeah, both of the hobbits and the final destination. Uh, one, two, three, and let's take one, two, three, and four. I'm reading this right. Interesting. Oh, I might have to sign up for a free trial of HBO Max just to uh, watch the Hobbitses. Yeah. They have. I also have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in case you need to rewatch that, yeah. Hmm, the movies? Uh, ah. Oh, does it have the, uh, the, the one where they go back in time? It says one, two, and three. I don't know which ones are which off the top of my head. I think it's three. <laughs> time. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Me too. Even though it's like the cheesiest and worst out of them all. <laughs> That's why it's the best, dude. They get those uh, samurai hockey players. Oh, man, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I actually want to throw this out here, and uh, if any of you listeners at home take me up on this, then I will be delighted. Um, but today I actually talked to a customer at the store um, and just curated a, a stack of, like, four or five graphic novels that uh, that they helped me kind of, like, lead towards recommendations that I would love to give. And if any of you at home that are listening right now and are local um, – if you call the store and ask for me, being George, hello, um, I will happily run around and grab you a bunch of like recommendations of reading materials. Uh, gr- comics are my strong suit, so um, if that happens to be a thing, feel free to reach out, and if I'm not there, have a message left for me, and I'll see what I can do. That is actually a thing. You can also send us an email at books at advunderground.com and give us a like you're like hey these are the things i like and we'd be happy to make some recommendation lists for you like all of us have different strengths and weaknesses as far as things that we read and things that we enjoy so i mean hey if you're bored let us know there are lots of ways that you can support us and all of your other local businesses you we uh, and we appreciate everybody that's listening and not listening and coming in then or not coming in but you know buying stuff from us we appreciate it all and we're all just trying to get by. Just trying to get by. <laughs> I'm just. Do you guys see that J.K. Rowling's dropping another book? No. No. In the Potter series, but not with Potter. It's called the um, Ichabob. Ichabob. Hmm. Ichabob, yeah. Uh, definitely should go check that out. Huh. Is it after the Harry Potter books, or does does it say? I think it's uh, well, I could be making crap up while I'm talking, right? Because I read it this morning before my coffee. You heard it here uh, first, folks. Right. Oh. Uh. So there was uh, one other news story that I had seen, um, that got uh, kind of some mixed uh, results as far as people's perceptions of it. Um, one thing that has um, uh, made me like happy cry a couple times during this quarantine is uh, John Krasinski's uh, YouTube show called Some Good News. Um, and it's just it's literally just a show that tries to highlight the good that's in the world right now and ignore the bad stuff and not talk about it because there's plenty of places to get that content. Um, so he was planning on doing an eight episode run, which he did. And um, after that, he was just kind of thinking that it would be done. But apparently uh, a bunch of TV, uh, like 
stations, uh, I think CBS was the one that got it in the end, ended up like bidding war style, like trying to buy the property of just running that news service. Um, which is kind of cool that, you know, it's gotten that much interest in just having a news show that's about nothing but good news. Um, but a lot of people gave him crap because he was basically just cashing out from this really positive thing that he had created. But he he went on to describe that it wasn't going to continue if it had to be run by him. So another station picking it up and making it a thing that was a regular like airing thing was really the only way that it would have continued to exist in the world. So whereas it seems like a cash grab, it feels like this is a thing that if it you know comes out and it keeps to the same spirit of what the original eight episodes on YouTube that you can watch for free uh, had to it, then it should still be a nice, really heartwarming, positive thing because he did a really good job on it. That sounds really cool. It is. He actually, um, I've heard of a couple other people doing uh, similar things, but uh, for instance, he held like a graduation and prom for all of the 2020, you know, graduates that weren't going to be able to gather together. And he got uh, lots of like crazy famous people. Like he got Oprah Winfrey, uh, John Stewart, um, and a bunch of other like super famous actors and people to come and talk to like mentor style, like a bunch of graduates that were otherwise going to miss out on anything super special this year. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's my little news story. Pretty awesome. I was wrong about the Ichabog. It's not in the Potter series or in the Potty, Potter world. She was writing it before she got uh, into Potter. What she's doing, this is why it gets really relevant. She's doing, first of all, is there's a regional illustration competition. Uh, so the publishers in each region will like uh, different like entrants for the uh, illustrations of the book. Is aimed at like seven and eight, seven nine, seven to nine year old chapter reading or read a chapter at night kind of thing. All of her royalties and everything will be going uh, to COVID nineteen research and uh, support. That's why it's such a cool. That's that's yep. really neat. Huh. Good on yeah. her. <laughs> so I think that could be really cool. I'm going to actually see if I can find, because a couple of chapters should be out online here and either already are or will be in the next like week or so. And I'm like, ooh, I want to I wanna see what this is about. Hey, while we're on a Harry Potter track, um, I saw on the app that you can get uh, on your phone called Wizarding World that uh, they've had a bunch of people reading, like out loud reading um, mm -hmm. Harry Potter chapters, um, up to and including, I think Daniel Radcliffe read the first chapter of the book. If you go to jkrowling.com, it is linked right on our front page. And you can get to all of the links of different people who are, uh, who've been reading it. That's awesome. I, I love that that's a thing that's happening because there's so many different people that are reading books online for people to listen to. So I just read oh. that one of the most expensive and sought after coffees is literally this like Asian, it's called a, a Kopi Luwak. <laughs> you just discovered poop coffee. Poop coffee. They literally <laughs> just poop out the cherries and then they just use those beans for coffee. Do it's uh, super expensive, super rare, and what happens is the 
cat-like critters eat the uh, coffee fruit that has the bean inside of it. And then, well, you know, nature does its thing and they poop them out. And then people go and clean up the coffee beans because they don't get processed at all. Um, and what the reason why it's supposedly so amazing is because that process going through a digestive system takes out a bunch of, I guess, the acidity. Hmm. It's kind of, I'm kind of amused, Sam, that you've never heard about cat poop. Coffee. Well, I mean, I don't drink coffee, so. <laughs> I know, but you love huffing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it smells <laughs> heavenly. I don't know about sniffing this stuff, though. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a bag just to <laughs> I mean, people eat weirder things. Don't look up where raspberry flavoring comes from. Oh. (laughs) That's why I don't like raspberry flavored stuff. Or banana flavored stuff. It's totally wrong. Banana flavoring is wrong. Because, uh... Based for candy... Oh, I can give you acetaric knowledge here. Uh, So the, the flavor for banana flavored candy built on a strain of bananas that went basically extinct though they're slowly trying to revive uh revive it um probably close to 60 years ago now 70 years ago that's why fake banana tastes really fake to us because it doesn't match the bananas that we eat now uh the bananas that we eat now are not as sweet Hmm. that's why i always taste that's why it always tastes really distinctly different i always thought it was gross Hey, uh, I want to, I'm going to tangent back to something we were talking about just a moment ago. Uh, I saw somebody uh, share that um, everybody has been doing these table reads and gatherings on Zoom chats and stuff, uh, like old cast, like parties and all that kind of stuff, just doing fun little things. Um, One of the coolest ones that I've heard of, though, coming right up soon is uh, a Lord of the Rings cast reunion. So, like, I mean, everybody from Elijah Wood to like um, Orlando Bloom and a few other people are all going to get together. And I I don't know exactly what they're going to do. It might just be like a conversation that they're all having together for some kind of a benefit or a charity. But but that I thought was a really cool cast of people to see kind of get back together and talk. And there's not a whole lot else to do right now. So why not watch that for a little while? That's pretty cool. Hmm. Anyways. Maybe I'm just a sucker for those kinds of things. No, I, I like those kinds of things, too. I just, I usually, I'm usually, like, the person that's watching stuff on, like, Netflix and Hulu and uh, watching anything current. Hmm. And that's uh, not that I don't, don't want to watch stuff that's current. It's just, I'm lazy. I'm always behind it. <laughs> guys i mean do we have anything else that uh anything new going on anything cool going on that we want to talk about or uh any more news to to touch on today or are we uh well, i just stumbled this? across one little thing little Ooh. thing right? uh, so apparently uh mcfarland toys is expanding its warham 40 a uh, warhammer 40k toy line uh-huh. oh that's yeah, like Ultramarines, Primus Assault Intercessors. Uh, so it'll be the first ever incredibly detailed seven-inch scale figure from the Warhammer 40k universe. That sounds uh, really cool. That is awesome. With articulation and up to 22 moving parts for a full range of posing. This could be a lot of fun. Oh, those will be rad. Yeah. Uh, Especially if we get to paint them. 
<laughs> I think. What were they saying? Repainted. I'll just repaint it then. At the show, they were only showing the unpainted Space Marine, but now there's a painted version. It's just a as well as the Necron Warrior. Generic Ultramarine. I mean, if they had them unpainted, that would be so cool. I think that'd be a lot of fun, actually, if I could paint them. Because if you look, I just... If you look, they Ooh. do... It's cool. Yeah. They do have... Uh, it's like... They maybe do intend to painted some of them there's some pictures up of them not detailed at all yeah with a little bit of paint you can make that look amazing yeah all right that's all i had i just stumbled across it right at the end i was like oh man 40k well guys i i appreciate everybody coming in and hanging out it's always good to talk to you guys yeah always good to talk to you guys yep and I never get to see you guys ever. Never, ever, ever, ever every get day. to see each other. <laughs> I mean, ever. We're just all Safely. alone. Safely. <laughs> Safely. Safely. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in and supporting us. We know that we don't have a lot of the, the usual content with everything that's going on, but we are committed to continuing to bring you fun content whenever we can. And Donnie your mouth feels better and that you can be here next week because <laughs> we miss you miss, we you. miss you and with that guys we are out of here nothing can kill the grimace nothing can kill the grimace nothing can kill the grimace you've been listening to AU Radio music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground copyright 2018 all rights reserved